welcome to the Carry On Cast. This is the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church. It is so good to be with you today where the pastors get to talk about the upcoming preaching text. And oh man, friends, I have something super exciting for you because, hi, I'm Pastor Megan Torgerson, but I am here with... Pastor Eric Sevig. Oh, Pastor Eric! Yay. Woo! <laughs> Folks, this is our new community care pastor, Eric Sevig. And I, like you, obviously this is a podcast, you can't see my face. I am so stoked that he is here. It is so exciting. It is such a gift to have him with us. Pastor Eric, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. I'm so glad you feel that way because that's what we think too. (laughs) Um, Pastor Eric, this is your first podcast here at Easter Lutheran Church. Um, We are going to talk about the text, folks, I promise. But let's talk about Pastor Eric for a little bit first. Um, Pastor Eric, tell us about yourself. That is a wide question. You may take it in any direction you choose. Yes, well, thank you. It's just, like I said, it's awesome to be here. I've been looking forward to this. My first time to ever be on a podcast. So Wait, what? Back cool. that one up. First yeah, time on first, a podcast, that's right, folks. That's right. Mark the occasion. Big fan. Nice. Um, yeah, so my name is Eric Sevig. I um, hail from, originally from Aberdeen, South Dakota. Um, grew up there as a pastor's kid at my home congregation, Bethlehem Lutheran Church in Aberdeen. Shout out. Hey. Um, and went to Concordia College in Moorhead. Shout Whoa, out. What? Stand up and cheer. Right, right. Hey. And, and <laughs> was blessed to meet my wife while we were both attending there. Aww. And um, we were married while and uh, had, uh, we were married at, while I was at Luther Seminary in St. Paul. And then uh, my first call was over in Northwest Wisconsin, beautiful Northwest Wisconsin, where both of our boys were born. Isaac is our oldest, Leif is our youngest. And oh, my wife's name is Amy, by the way. And we're all just really excited to to, uh, find a new church home here with everyone and get to know people. And you've been in ministry for more than a minute. Uh, Where were you after uh, you left Wisconsin? Yeah, uh, I've been serving for the last 16 years at Community of the Cross Lutheran Church in Bloomington. Oh, wonderful. Yes, and that's where we live. Uh, My wife works for the city of Bloomington. Um, Yeah, it was was, uh, phenomenal, and I still can't believe it's been 16 years. That's wonderful. Yeah, yep. Uh, And... uh, yeah. Well, that's it. That's, that's the that's the quick version. That's it. Well, so tell us a little bit about what you do in your free time. What are some of the things you're into? The rumor is you do like podcasts. I do. I love yeah. I love podcasts. <laughs> that's been that's this is so one of the big things I've been looking forward to here at Easter is uh, seeing what it's like to be on a podcast. Uh, I do like a lot of podcasts. I also really enjoy riding bike, long bike rides. Uh, We have a little uh, beagle, and so we enjoy going on walks with the dog. Um, My wife grew up or graduated high school in Minot, North Dakota, but where her dad was a pastor, but but she grew up in the summers at her lake cabin uh, up by Walker, um, LaPorte, Minnesota, and uh, so she is really into water skiing and boating, and yes. that's her happy place. So Aww. we spend a lot of time uh, trying to get out on the lake and just taking the boat out. Uh, that's and then just my my probably my most favorite thing is traveling. When I get a chance to travel, that's yeah. my happy place. Oh wow! So then I got to ask you, like, what's what's your favorite place that you visited in your travels? Oh. Well, I know I'm supposed to say like, you know, I. 
going to Wittenberg and visiting no, Luke Martin that Luther's yet. house. Although and, that's cool that yeah, you know that. Yeah. It was yes, that was that was truly a highlight of, of oh, the life. But my absolute favorite place to travel and my family would absolutely answer this, no doubt, is Southern California. Oh, I just beautiful. love I love going to San Diego and LA whenever I can. I love riding bike on the beach on the boardwalk. What? Um yeah, I've even I maybe have even surfed before. No way! Yeah. Oh, so that's that's, cool. that's my favorite. That's truly my really happy travel place. That's so cool. But, but I just love road trips. Yeah. My wife knows anytime we can get in the car and just drive. I love that, which is great because our uh, oldest son is a freshman at Gustavus, so we've been making the trip down to St. Peter quite a bit, and that's been. That's been really a fun trip. Nice distance and a lot of good restaurants. And a beautiful college, like a yes. beautiful area to visit. Yes, oh, gorgeous. So much fun. It's a really nice drive, and and he loves it. So good. we're we're happy to go visit him. Good. Yeah. Oh man, you've got lots of great stuff going on. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And now you get to be here, which we are obviously so thrilled about. Um, Eric, it's fun too because folks, get ready. Uh, we're about to talk about the text that Pastor Eric is going to be preaching on for his first Sunday sermon here at Easter. Now, depending on when you listen to this podcast, you might have already technically heard him because he will be speaking uh, as part of our midweek service for Lent that Wednesday beforehand. So, um, you know, shout out, check out our midweek Lenten services at 545. Um, you might see Pastor Eric too, but this is his first service um, on a Sunday where he is preaching. Um, gosh, I'm just really excited that yeah. you get to be there. Yeah, this is great. This is great. And we picked a really easy text for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing because it's a little complicated. Um, as you know, folks, uh, we're during this season of Lent, we're talking uh, the theme of our sermons is carry on. We're talking about how we carry on the work of Jesus Christ, which is part of our mission statement, part of who we are as Christians. Um, and so we're talking about some themes of life at Easter and, and how we see them at work. And, and this week we're talking about care. We're talking about the many ways Easter people care for each other, care for their community, uh, which, hey, Pastor Eric, that's awfully convenient because you are our community care pastor. Right. Right. Um, you, I, I, because I you know, peek behind the curtain, uh, I was you know around for some of the call process, and I remember you talking about some of the reasons in particular that you were interested in in this position at Easter. Um, tell us a little more about that, uh, about about why the community care uh, position in particular is one that yeah. you really felt that call to. Yeah. Well, that it's um, to put it simply, it's uh, the the responsibilities at, of Easter's ministry that are most energizing to me and what I feel most called to, uh, pastoral care and outreach and um, working with the organizations that Easter works with to reach out to the neighborhood and the community. Um, and blur, you know, I hear a lot about blurring the lines between the community and the, and the congregation. Yeah. And that's, I think, a way that the congregation describes caring for all those who are around this building and where all of our members live and work. Yeah, and what a wonderful way to be able to really, you know, live that out, like right. in in your work here at Easter, but also in just in your life. Just such a a neat fit. Yes, it's it's it feels like a dream 
a dream call. Oh. Absolutely. Oh, that's so cool. So, so as we're talking about care this week, folks, um, you know, Pastor Eric gets to kind of talk about it through the lens of being our new community care pastor and right. all that excitement that comes with it. Um, hey, I, I don't. I hope we don't have too many spoilers about what you might be preaching on on, on Sunday. But, but um, <laughs> let's start by hearing from the text. Uh, as you'll remember, we're in the Gospel of Matthew. We're continuing on. We're hearing about Jesus. And his ministry's kind of shifted, right? Like he's moving a little bit from this kind of teaching and like engaging mm-hmm. with the crowds. And he's much more, uh, you know, the phrase that he set his face toward Jerusalem, mm-hmm. right? This idea that he knows where this ministry is heading now. Right. And we, in the season of Lent, get it too, yeah. right? We're, we know where this goes. We're all heading to the cross, yeah. right? And so... We hear these stories uh, kind of with a different lens mm-hmm. now. So this is Matthew chapter 22, and we're going to hear verses 1 through 10. So uh, read along with me if you like. Once more Jesus spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his slaves to call those who had been invited to the wedding banquet, but they would not come. Again, he sent other slaves, saying, Tell those who have been invited, Look, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen, and my fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they made light of it and went away, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his slaves, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then... He said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go, therefore, into the main streets and invite everyone you find to the wedding banquet. Those slaves went out into the streets and gathered all whom they found, both good and bad. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A little bit of a challenging message for your first sermon here, Pastor Eric. You're welcome. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's good to have you here at Easter. <laughs> <laughs> well, so um, what's the first thing that you hear in this passage? Like, is there something yeah. that, that kind of jumps out to you as you hear the story? Yeah. I mean, I always try to remember to think as Lutherans, we, we try to think about law and gospel. And so always the law comes first. So it's good Ooh. to... This is easy law. There's some law there. Yeah. (laughs) And like, so, I mean, right, the way we hear law can can find uh, different expressions. But maybe it's that thing that makes you uncomfortable, that makes you feel accused, that points out to you the ways that you have not lived as God calls you to live. Um, That's a good question to ask yourself when you hear any of these readings is, uh, where what's where am I feeling convicted? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that would be the law, right? And so um, you know, I don't I don't want to be too self confessional here on a podcast, but hey, uh, where I feel convicted, right, is I'm yeah. hearing the story of a king inviting people to a banquet yes. and people finding all sorts of excuses right. why they're not going to show up, and I like I am forced to ask myself the question: um, Where am I being invited? to participate in the kingdom of heaven, but saying, you know, I got this other stuff going on. I got this, I got this job. I got these other distractions. I got a farm. I got a farm. I got a (laughs) perfectly reasonable things, right? Like totally reasonable things. Absolutely. But they're, they're, they're keeping me 
too busy and distracted to see where yes. this invitation is truly coming. Yep. And then to make matters worse, huh, there's this reference to those who don't just say, never mind, I'm too busy, but who are outright hostile yeah. to the ones who bear the good right. news. Right, that's, that's the most confusing part, I think. It's oh. what, what they mistreat and actually kill people. Like, right. what is that about? Right, and so like, if I'm taking the metaphor in my head, I'm going, all right, well, maybe it's not just the ways that I keep, stay overly distracted. In what ways am I actually working yes. against yeah, the way that the kingdom of heaven is is yeah. trying to break in? Like, yeah. maybe I think I have pers- perfectly good reasons for it, but de- obviously That's in the context good, of the story, yeah. I don't, right? That's a really good way to look at it. That and Because it's important to remember this is a parable. Yes. Jesus is using this as an illustration. It's not an actual retelling of an event. So he's meaning to teach, going going back to teaching, but this is he's meaning to teach something. And so yeah, I've I uh, one of the podcasts I was listening to on this topic uh, referred to um, that as you know how, how are you holding power over other people, which is something oh. we're obviously thinking a lot about still right. um, in in our country today. Um, and where are we harming our neighbors right. uh, by? holding on to power think that you know it's um rather than letting it go for the sake of our neighbor right right like where are we being aggressive and uh, overly confrontational um maybe without really being realizing without really exactly. realizing what we're doing right? yeah i think that's probably most likely is mm-hmm. these are ways that we're unaware yeah so yeah. yeah and then you know going back to your farm and your business um you know it's Something worth mentioning there. Like, again, you said these are good things. Mm-hmm. We, you know, but it's, it reminds me of the first commandment. You shall have no other gods. So instead of, um, you know, accepting the invitation, you're, you're, the, these folks just simply didn't even accept the value of what they were being offered. And that's, that's us. That's the church. Yeah. That's all of us as Christians in, in our world today. Uh, we choose other things above God, and we all do. We're, you know, this is again the law, and it helps to to show us our sin, right? Because we are all sinners, right? Well, and I, I am, I'm always fascinated by the ways that, like, the root of the law in a lot of ways is that first commandment. Like, I feel like when we yeah. get that one straight, like when we figure that one out, mm-hmm. um, the other stuff falls into place. Right. But we have such a problem keeping. God as our God. And it's so mm-hmm. funny because it feels like it should be the easiest thing in the world right. to do. But but yeah. like this story points out, we always are making really great excuses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God's most important. I just got to take care of this yep. thing first. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. God's more important. I'm but spiritual, like, not religious. Right, right, right. I'm going to live out my faith in this other stuff I do. And not that you can't, folks. Like you totally can. And that work of really, truly, intentionally keeping God as the first most important thing in your life and accepting some of the things that have to fall away to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah. is the work of a lifetime of faith. Yeah. And that's, that's, so hopefully we're all feeling the law at this ooh, point. And ooh, because that's the feeling point. convicted. But the ooh. reason that Jesus came and the reason it, let's, you know, look at the invitation to the banquet. Mm. Everyone's invited. Yeah. Uh, and you don't hear that good news in the same way. If yeah. you haven't heard that conviction. Exactly. Right? Yep. Yeah. Because again, we're the church, so we're the ones who 
who the king's inviting, and we're the ones saying, I have, you know, other thanks, stuff. but I have other stuff. Yeah, never mind. And then, you, and then you realize the wrath is the scary part of this parable. What happens to those who refuse and, you know. Yeah, verse 7, he sent out his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> scary. <laughs> yeah. That's intense. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, judgment, man. Yeah. But we're all moving to the cross. Amen. And where our sins are put to death with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so that's not not anything for us to be afraid of, but to follow our Lord to yeah. the foot of the cross. Yeah. And then we move on to the the good the gospel, which again, as I hear this, I hear the gospel part is that all are invited. Right. Um and this this parable the point of the parable is um to go out so God has prepared everything. Yeah. The banquet's been prepared and That's he right. wants whoever want can whoever hears the call and answers is welcome. Everyone's and look welcome. at verse 10. Like, I'm so struck. I don't think I've really heard this before. So the slaves go out into the streets, gather all whom they found, both good and right. bad. Right. Like, there's oh, no sense of like, oh, they went and found the people that seemed the nicest of what was left. Right. No. no. At this point, everyone is Anybody welcome. and everybody. Everybody is welcome. And this who? feast is ready. Come on yeah. in. Yeah, and it says the wedding hall was filled with guests. And that's guests. the king. So again, Jesus started off the kingdom of heaven is like this and it is a fill it is a full wedding hall right. with guests. Right. And we're That's all That's the guests. way it ends. Is that the, the, yeah. the this chunk of the prick be at any rate <laughs> ends with a full wedding hall. Everyone is there. Everyone is at right. the feast. Good and bad. Right, right. Oh, and that I love like the good news. Yes, the part the word that sticks out here is worthy because mm. uh, verse uh, I think it's 8. Yeah. But those invited were not worthy. So who is worthy? And there's a really great uh, reference to worthiness in the small catechism mm. by Martin Luther. Where by who? Martin Luther. Oh, yeah, have you heard of him? <laughs> it might be part of our name. I think it's kind uh, of in the word, yeah. But he says that the people who are well prepared and worthy are those who believe the words given and shed for you mm. for the forgiveness of sins. All, all that this requires is a believing heart. So, you know, where Jesus says those, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So that's, that's the good news. Right. If you hear, if you hear this call and you know it's for you, you're, you are welcome. Yeah. Christ has died for the forgiveness of your sins. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so beautiful. I feel like just to twist the knife a tiny bit. We should point out the context of this reading, right? Like, so it, it, it what leads into it is is you know Jesus kind of you know really starting to get into fights with the chief priests and the Pharisees. Like, this is we're we're moving more and more to that that direct conflict. All um, right. Right, and on the other side of these verses, uh, often included with this reading, are verses 11 through 14, um, which, uh, you know, hey, when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing a wedding robe, and he said to him, friend, how did you get in here without a wedding robe? And he was speechless. Mm -hmm. Then the king said to the attendants, bind him hand and foot and throw him out into the inner darkness world, but there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. Ah! Right. Now, talk about <laughs> twisting the knife. Oh, my gosh. Right, so context is always important, friends. Uh, right. To, 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 this, to look at where the verses are and see what's bracketing them here. And I, I think it's not inappropriate for us to note that the way this story continues, 
it really does continue to remind us that all are welcome, all are, all are welcome in. Once you're here, um, it doesn't mean that you just get to go, wee right. and everything is fine. Like now you are indeed called to a life where... where blurring the lines. Right, where you're between, continuing to blur yeah. the lines between mm-hmm. church and community. You're, you're continuing to mm-hmm. live your life as one who has been called and ultimately sent, yeah. living out your faith in the world. You are the body of Christ. Right. And sometimes we might still mess up and sometimes we still might not live and act as one who truly knows the fullness of God's grace. And so this little like, boop, this little like note of judgment at the very end is this reminder like, yes, there's a happy ending to the story. And while we continue to live in this life, in this world, we will still be called to account. Like we will Mm -hmm. still be asked to live in a way that is in keeping with the faith that we know. Mm -hmm. So this... That's a good Lenten message. Oh, right. Like. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's This is the season of uh, reflection and repentance. Yeah. Um, and then that that also when I hear that those last verses, it it's like for, you know, that Luther quote, for all who have, have a believing heart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you, but as sinners, we also, you know, like you said, we keep, we go back and forth. And yeah. so sometimes we wonder, is it really for me? And uh, that that those other verses are a reference to baptism, the wedding or the, the oh the wedding robe, sure, the, the robe, right, yeah, yeah. And so that's how you can be certain. Mm-hmm. Yes, you continue to sin, you mm-hmm. continue to try to you know be the body of Christ, and you are everywhere you go, you bring Christ with you. Um, and when you doubt that it's true for you, you can recall your baptism, maybe. I have a little certificate that I look at oh, to know the yes. date it actually happened, yes. you know? And that's your your guarantee that it's true for you, even when you don't feel it. Yeah. Yeah, to keep calling back to that promise, which I think not only holds us accountable, but also um, grants us the I mean, it's that reminder of that promise, right? Like, yes, we need to be held to account, but also we need to be comforted. We also need to re- remember Absolutely. that like we that. have been called and yep. claimed, like, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So go. So go. You are the body of Christ. Right. And that is a perfect place uh, to end because this is indeed Easter Lutheran Church where our mission is to grow in faith and carry carry on on the work of Jesus Christ. Oh, folks, it's so good to be here with you today. May the road rise on. Thank you.